It is absolutely possible to show up for yourself this year, not just as any version of you, but the most authentic version of yourself. It is possible and you absolutely can do it. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, feeling stressed, pulled in every direction, constantly comparing yourself to other people, lacking in confidence, all while driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day as you chug your second or third cup of coffee? Not to mention, you are the queen of long-winded to-do lists with an ambitious dream. If only you had more time in your day. Welcome to The Best Day Podcast, the podcast to encourage your heart and speak life to your dreams. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and encouragement blogger at Graceful and Free. For the last several years, I struggled to find a healthy work-life balance. I was overcommitted, refused to say no, and worked a lot, sacrificing my sleep and my joy just to hustle harder, all while feeling extremely stressed and overwhelmed. Then I became a mom and I knew something had to give. Through embracing a positive mindset, I have found balance, established boundaries to protect my peace so that I can live every day as the best version of myself. Here to embrace an intentional life, believing that the ordinary can be the extraordinary, and to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Ready to have your best day as the best version of yourself? Well, friend, grab your iced coffee and let's get encouraged. You are listening to episode 133 of the Best Day Podcast. Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. It's your host, Haley, and I am very excited for today's episode. I... I'm really excited with what I have to share with you today, a message of encouragement, but specifically a word towards everyone who feels like they struggle with imposter syndrome. And it can be sometimes overwhelming at the beginning of the year when you have all these things, all these thoughts, all these ideas, this direction in which you want to go And you've done more reflecting than you have in a very long time. And you're hopeful, yet it's still in the middle of January. And you just aren't quite sure if it's even possible to be that version of you that your goals define. And I just want to say that it is possible to be not just any version of yourself, but the most authentic version of you, the person that you were created and designed to be. It is possible to be her. And I just want to encourage you with that through this episode. And so what we're going to do here is we are going to talk a little bit about imposter syndrome and what that means in your own day-to-day life, and then specific steps to overcome that so you can live as the most authentic, real version of yourself. So that way, the things that you set out to do and the person that you are in your day-to-day moments, that you're being true to yourself because we live in a, in a world that craves authenticity. We crave 
the real connection, the moment of real truth, even when that truth is hard to admit or to receive. And so my challenge is for you to live today and as many days after that as you can as the authentic version of yourself, the person that is deep, deep down within your heart, within your bones, that you are at your core and that you would be that person and not be anyone else other than the real, genuine, authentic you. And if you're looking for a way to get out of that place in your head, that tough place where you are surrounded by self-doubt, stuck in the, the drought of imposter syndrome, tired of feeling unmotivated, and really wanting to look for something to help move you towards that next step and unlock that person that you are dreaming of becoming, I would love to invite you to a coaching session. In a one-hour coaching call, we will work through my mindset method in order to help you gain the tools needed to go from insecure to confident. And we will look at the actual steps to take to gain that positive mindset and unlock the motivation to hit your goals. I would love for you to book a coaching call with me. I just updated some coaching hours for the next couple of weeks, and I would love for you to get your call scheduled so we can work through and reach your goals and take that next step towards your dream. You can head to the link in the show description or gracefulandfree.com slash mindset dash coaching to book your call today. So the emphasis is truly on living authentically. And really, what does that mean, right? I think it's important when we look at topics and understand directions that we are trying to achieve that we understand what that actually means. And when you are living authentically as yourself, you are showing up as yourself fully. You're removing the questions. You're removing the not good enoughs, the could have beens, and you're showing up as your most real self as the person that you are truly deep within your core, the person that you are before burnout, before the exhaustion, before somebody or something took the wind out beneath your feet. This is when you show up as the real you and the grit of the person that you were created to be. And in order to live as our most authentic self, We have to start off with really recognizing the role that imposter syndrome can play because it sounds great. Yes, sign me up. Check. I want to live authentically. I love how amazing that sounds. It's a very trending thing to focus on, but what does that actually look like? And so that is what this episode is for, are very specific steps. I have nine specific steps. Think of these as nine things to do, to put your mind through in order to unlock your authentic self. And before we really deep dive into those nine steps, we have to start off with imposter syndrome because this could be something you're more familiar with, or maybe you're not as aware of what that actually means. So I'm just going to share some facts with imposter syndrome with you so you can see if this connects. Maybe it doesn't and that's okay. And just keep on listening uh, because this can help if you know somebody in your life who struggles with this. So here we go. Uh, We can easily find so many excuses that hold ourselves back, right? We so quickly can talk ourselves out of doing pretty much anything. (laughs) And These could be things that we fully believe we are called to do or think we are supposed to be doing, but 
we don't do it because we believe the lies, these lies that we're not good enough, we're not equipped enough, or that somebody else can do it better. And that is not the case. And so you need to hear this right now, that you have gifts that the world needs. You have gifts that the people you interact with daily need. There is something so incredibly special in you that the world needs and the people around you need, okay? And what can be so hard with the difficulty and the uncomfortability of imposter syndrome is that you're believing that you are not meant for it or you're not equipped for it or trained for something that you probably truly should be doing. And it's so important to take root of that, acknowledge that, and overcome that to show up as that real version of you. And so what is this feeling of imposter syndrome? It's this feeling that you're being held back from achieving your goal, reaching your success, because you feel like you are not good enough, not well-trained enough, not able to do something well. And at the very, very root of imposter syndrome, this is what I think is so powerful, okay? At the root of imposter syndrome, the very deep layer here, it's all coming down to comparison. Comparing yourself and what it is that you think you are capable of based on your own personal biases and false assumptions on other people, on your own comparisons. It's not something that's circulating in your own thoughts of thoughts about your own being. It's coming from how you perceive the world around you based on the terrible hold that comparison can have. And so you have to remember, right, every comparing thought is just taking our own preconceived notions, our own assumptions, and putting them on somebody else without even knowing their full circumstance or situation. And some of the symptoms that often can be felt with imposter syndrome, maybe you're not as familiar with that term, but if you constantly find yourself feeling self-doubt or you're undervaluing your own contributions, if you find yourself when people are you know, complimenting you or praising you going, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal, right? There is a big difference between humility and imposter syndrome, okay? Um, imposter syndrome, you're really focusing in on this negative weight of comparison holding you back. And this can result in attributing success to external factors and not actually taking the time to pinpoint what might have gone well within yourself to lead to that result, unrealistic expectations. And so there's so much here. (laughs) There's so much within this episode. And I just really believe that when we can recognize what imposter syndrome can do to us, It really allows us to move forward with a purpose and a ability to let it go and not hold us back. There is such a power to finding information and to educating yourself and to being made aware of things. We always, as humans, need to grow. We always need to evolve. We always need to be learning new information and realizing, okay, I can take something from this and I can improve and be better and adapt because that is what we are meant to do. So in order for you to grow, evolve, adapt, in order for you to live your life as the real you, as the person you are deep in your core, as the person you were created and made to be. All right, I have nine steps for you to really unpack and work through in order to live and show up every day as your most authentic version of yourself. And so the very first thing is to define what your authentic self is, to figure out who is she, 
What does she do? If you are your most aligned in your body, when you are most aligned in your heart, within your spirit, within your head, what is it that you're doing? And so this is a really cool journaling exercise to do. If you take some time and you just think, who am I at my core? What makes me, me? And allow yourself to silence all the distractions, but just really dig inward and think, okay, when I am feeling my most comfortable in my own body, when I feel like I am in rhythm with the person that I was meant to be, what am I doing? What am I eating for breakfast? When am I waking up? What am I doing first thing in the morning? You know, what am I doing throughout my day? What type of task am I doing? How am I talking to people? How am I in communication with those around me? How am I showing up as a human, as a employee, as a mother, as a friend, as a a wife, as a business owner? Go through each of these specific things and think through what is it as my most real self, right? The very first step is to understand who that person is and It's something we know deep down within our core, but we can lose touch with it because of distractions, because of the chaos, because of all the things we need to do, all the places we have to constantly go and all the different little versions of ourselves we have to, you know, step into each day that we forget to say, wait a minute, what's deep down within my core? And so this is a really powerful journaling activity I would strongly encourage you to do or just a reflection as you are thinking through different parts of your day to just think, okay, who am I deep down at my core? And so start there, start there with a very, very first step of recognizing and defining what your authentic self is. And again, strongly encourage you to journal this out so you have something on paper and It's something too, when you are writing these words out, you can look through the words and see what sticks out. What are the words that are popping? What words really resonate deep within you? Okay, second step is to recognize that imposter syndrome can hinder you and to recognize that there are thoughts that you have that are holding you back and there are many conversations you have within yourself without even really realizing it that are going to hinder you showing up as the real version of yourself. And so think through this little list that I shared earlier, some of the symptoms of imposter syndrome, things such as self-doubt, undervaluing your own contributions, attributing success to external factors, Um, building unrealistic expectations and think through these things and do a little mental check and say, okay, is this something that I struggle with? And you could do this as a yes or a no, or on a scale of one to five, one being not a problem, five being a problem. How do these variables impact your thoughts? And that way, when you do this, right, if you realize, okay, you know what? I have a lot of self-doubt. Okay, so I would rank that a little higher. I need to be more aware of it. If I can build unrealistic expectations, okay, maybe I'm better at attributing success to external factors and that's not a hindrance for me. You know, maybe I'm not really undervaluing my own contributions. But So let's say for this instance, self-doubt and unrealistic expectations are more of the things that hold me back within imposter syndrome. What I can do by realizing that, by recognizing this, it allows me to be more aware so that as I go through my day and if I start realizing 
wait a minute, whoa, where did this thought come from? Where all of a sudden did I feel like that's not you? I can recognize that as the self-doubt and realize that that's something that's a hindrance that's holding me back. And I can just say, hey, no, I'm not going to bring this with me throughout my day. This thought is going to stay home. It's going to stay behind the door. So step one, understand what your authentic self is. Step two, recognize what level of imposter syndrome, what symptom that you feel the most. So that way you can, you know, bring it to light, make an awareness and not let it impact you. Step number three is to acknowledge your strengths. When we are focused on wanting to live authentically, we have to remind ourselves who are we? (laughs) What are the things that we are really good at? What are the things that come really, really natural to us, right? Think through compliments people have given you. Think of things that have been called upon you throughout your life and think through what has come easy. What is something that just happens without you even realizing happening, okay? And focus on those things, right? Focus on those things. For so often in my life, I have heard so many different voices, people, right? Not voices, but like actual voices of people I know and trust. And also students, I have a lot of this written to me in letters and messages from students over 10 years of teaching. And it's encouragement, it's positivity, it's these things that I have just heard that I know if I'm reflecting on my own strengths, right? That would be encourager, you know, positive, you know, joyful. These are these things that I could focus on based on looking through what my strengths are. And so take time to acknowledge the strengths. This is not the time to write a list of strengths and weaknesses, right? There's another time for that, but this is not that time. The time here specifically is for write down your strengths, reflect on the things that you do really well, reflect on your achievements. Because when you look at this list, this is who you are. This is your most authentic version of yourself. And if you realize based on your strengths, based on your things that you are gifted in, if you realize based on the list of what you've written down that nothing in my life right now consists of these things, hey, start here. Maybe make a point to say, oh, let me bring some of these things back so I can feel more like her. Okay, that person, that most real version of you. So that's step number three is acknowledging your strengths. Step number four, okay, let's do some hard work here. (laughs) Step number four is really critiquing the self-talk that is negative. All right, and this might be more of a work in progress situation And as you go through your day, when you are feeling stressed, when you are feeling that moment of, oh my gosh, everything is piling up at once and I just need to maybe go step away to another room, take a deep breath, recharge, stop right there in that moment and think to yourself, okay, what are the thoughts that I'm having? What are these things? What are these things that I find myself saying over and over again? What are these things that really kind of weigh heavy on my heart, these things that I just carry that aren't really doing anything good other than diminishing my thoughts of my value. And when you think through what these things are, even if this is just being aware of the thoughts you have during the day, and when you take a moment that's stressful and you immediately take it into a negative thought about yourself, take that moment and say, no, 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 wait, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to take this little thought that's negative and I'm going to rework it. I am going to rework it and put it somewhere else, 
let go of it, move on, but just really challenge that negative self-talk. And you can do this by, you know, if there are specific negative things you know right off the bat that you say mentally to yourself all the time, write those down and make it a positive statement. Write that down and find the strength within it and release yourself from the weight that that negative thought holds over you. And with this, it's really important to practice a whole lot of self-compassion, right? It's really important to be able to recognize that we all deal with so many battles. We deal with so many versions of hard and seasons that are easier, seasons that are more challenging. And it's so important that through all of this, that we extend ourselves grace and say, you know what, you're doing the best you can and you have to be okay with that. And you have to recognize that some days are just going to be messy and you can't judge yourself for it. You just have to extend grace, practice self-compassion just as you would on somebody else. Give that to yourself. So that's step number four is to challenge the negative self-talk. This brings us to step number five, which is to let go of comparison and really to be authentically you, you're not focused on anyone else (laughs) because if you focus on the comparison, that's going to pull away from who you are. If you're constantly looking at what everyone else is doing, you're going to forget the person that you were created to be. You're going to forget about the things that bring you joy because you're looking at what everybody else is doing to bring joy. You're going to forget about what works for you because you're going to be looking at what works for them. And so it's so important. It's so important to say, you know what, I'm going to minimize what is coming in and I'm going to focus on what I know to be true. And so again, listen, like I love, 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 love hearing people's thoughts, hearing people's opinions. I love reading books. I love listening to podcasts. I am constantly consuming information, but there's a difference than consuming information, than comparing yourself to the image of people that you see. And nothing good is going to come from that if it is comparing. If you're trying to learn something, if you're trying to improve yourself, wonderful. But if it's sticking to a point of comparing where you are judging what somebody has compared to what you don't, that needs to be let go of immediately. And so this can be simple. This can be a statement. This can be recognizing that thought and just letting it go. This could be, you know, taking the thought of comparison and turning it into a gratitude statement where, okay, I would find myself thinking, like, oh, this person has it together. They like know what they're doing. They're super, super clear. You know, they have a successful podcaster. They're an incredible teacher, right? Wow, this is amazing. I could let go of the comparison and instead focus on let me ground myself in gratitude here and work there, all right, instead of letting the comparison win. So that's step number five, letting go of comparison. We have a few more steps here. Step number six is all about setting authentic goals, goals that are aligned with your personal values, goals that are connected to you. And I know so many of us have made all these goals throughout the years, especially the start of January, and might be a good time to go back and look at these goals and say, hey, is this in line with who I am at my core? 
Is this a goal rooted in comparison for somebody else? Or is this a goal that truly is in sync with me? And so I think that's really important to do. And just take that time to reflect on what would be a goal to help get you where you need to go as the you that you are. And so just a reminder, I do have a goal planning workbook. It's currently on sale, by the way, Um, a goal planning workbook that's 20 pages of prompts and reflections. It is made to be super, super easy, something that walks you through how to brainstorm goals, how to really pick the goal that is the most important thing for you right now in life. Um, how to get specific, how to get focused, and to actually plan, you know, the steps to take to get that goal accomplished. And so I have the goal planning workbook. There's a little add-on for a video tutorial, which is basically 30 minutes of me coaching, you know, you through a goal planning, which is already recorded. And so you get access to that um, when you select that option. So you can click the link in the show description If you just click the show description in your, wherever you're listening to the podcast, it has all that information there. Just scroll down below today's little blurb of the episode and you can click goal planning workbook. Uh, You can go to the blog. You can go to um, all a bunch of different little things there for you. So wanted to throw that your way because that is a really great tool in helping set those goals. Step number seven, something that all of us need more of, and that is to build a support system and not just any support system, but a support system with people who know the real you, not the people that are going to buy into your excuses, not the people that are going to bring negativity and not people that are going to distract you, but the people that are going to hold you accountable and showing up as the person that you are, that are going to challenge you when you need to be challenged, but are also going to be that reminder of, hey, (laughs) you got this. This is who you are. And sometimes what's really cool is if you have a variety of different relationships in your life, some of us have those friends from early, early on in childhood that, you know, you might not talk to every day, but you can reach out to and instantly feel connected from years ago. And some of us have more of those recent relationships and every friendship we have, you know, there's always a different version of self that comes with it, that different version of you that knows this relationship. And so really think through who currently is present in your life in terms of relationships friendships, your community, and think through, you know, of these people, who is the voice that is the most encouraging to me to where I'm at? And think of that and, you know, make a point to be in communication with, make a point to send a voice message, make a point to just check in, hey, how are you doing? Thinking of you. Just those little connections can go a really long way. And when you are that support system for somebody else, they can also extend that support system to you. Okay, two steps to go. This is a little bit of a lengthy episode. And the step number eight for really living authentically is to let go of perfectionism. One of my favorite things to talk about, one of my favorite things to say, because this is a daily constant practice for me. This is something that 
I am always having to be aware of. I don't think if anyone is somebody who has ever struggled with perfectionism, it is not something, unless you figured it out, let me know, but it is not something that is just one and done. You you got rid of it, right? It's something that really kind of occupies your thought patterns and how you formulate thoughts. And it's something you're always having to surrender, something you're always having to be aware of and intentionally let go of. And so one of the things to really be aware of when you're trying to live as your most authentic you, the person that you are deep in your core that everybody wants you to be, you got to let go of perfection. You got to let go of all of these crazy, unrealistic expectations of everything needs to look perfect and feel perfect and be perfect, but just be real and find the real moments and the messy moments. Because you know what? Some of the most messiest moments can be the most beautiful. I think of parenting. I think of moments that are hard, moments where my son's upset and I feel upset and we're just going through a big wave of emotions. And you know, some of those moments are the most beautiful where we both are sitting next to each other and he feels raw and I feel raw because I'm exposing my emotions. And that's something that I, as a mother, want my son to see. I want him to see when I am struggling with something. I want him to see that this is a big emotion. I'm having a hard time processing it. And I want him to know that that's very real and that's very, very normal. And it was, those moments are beautiful. Those moments are just beautiful because it's just this really great reminder of just being present and being there and that things aren't perfect and that things are real and life is real. And we want to be present in the real moments because that is where the beauty is. That's where the love is. And that is where the joy is. And so just let go of perfectionism. Be aware of the thoughts that you are thinking. Be aware of what you are writing down in order to accomplish. And just anytime you find yourself thinking things are, you know, held in that expectation of perfection, just give yourself the freedom to just remove it and to just deep breathe through it all and say, you know what? It's okay. We can let this go. And finally, the last step, step number nine, is to take actions each day as your real self. Go back to that list from the beginning. Go back to that list when you are writing your strengths, your achievements, the things that you do really well. Think through the things that bring you the most joy, that fill you up the most, the things where you're like, this is me. We know those moments, those moments where you feel alive, where you feel like this is who I am. Do those things. Do one tiny little action each day. That is you. That is who you are. It doesn't have to be a big action. It can be a super, super small action. But just do something because that tiny action has impact. And if you're consistent with it of doing tiny little things each day, just even one a day, it will bring yourself more into the alignment of who you are. All right, that was a lot. I have a quick little recap for you, just in case uh, you're listening to this over the course of several commutes um, or several different, you know, life sessions. 
So quick little recap of the key steps to live authentically. We got nine. Uh, determine what exactly your most authentic self is and who you are deep in your core and consistently show up as that person. Number two, acknowledge the role that imposter syndrome plays and let it go. Number three, recognize your strengths. Number four, rewrite the negative self-talk. Number five, let go of comparison. Number six, take a look at your goals and make sure they are in alignment with the most real version of yourself. Step number seven, seek out accountability and connect with the people that bring out the real version of you and not somebody you're not. Number eight, remove the tendency to strive for perfectionism. And finally, number nine, take tiny steps daily that move you towards the person that you truly are. If you can do this, you absolutely can do this. It is not nearly as difficult as you think because you are this person. It's just doing the things to remind you to get back to that version of you. I believe in you so much. I am so proud of you. And I hope you have an amazing week. And I cannot wait to do this again next week with you on another episode of the podcast. Until then, friend, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive mindset, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friend.